Welcome to 5 to 9, the movie game for movie fans, where we have to connect actors to actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg, and we're coming to you live on tape from my apartment during quarantine in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Do you love movies? Do you love getting lost in the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database? Do you love talking through, oh, who is that guy? Who is in that thing? What's his face? And this is your game, and this show is for you. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce today's contestants, but first, I want to remind you that if you'd like to be a contestant on 5 to 9, you can enter for a chance to be on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download or purchase official 5 to 9 game cards at 5 to 9 gamecom play today's challenge, post a photo of your winning game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5 to 9 game in your post. So, my first guest, she is a singer, she is a songwriter, she is, at times, a reluctant cat lady. Everybody, please welcome Sarah Donner. Hello, Sarah Donner, how are you? Why, hello, Mr. Ginsburg. how are you? I am very well. I am so excited to have you on the show. Now, you and I were chatting just before the show, and you were telling me that a movie you really want to see made is you want to see a David Bowie biopic. And I need to know from you, who is your dream casting for Bowie? Or would it have to be like the Dylan biopic, I'm Not There, where different actors play him in different phases? And if so, name all of those actors, please. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> So that just that, that came from my recent obsession with Rocket Man, which came from Bohemian Rhapsody, and just the fact that I don't actually know that much about David Bowie, uh, and I'm not going to read a book. But, <laughs> <laughs> so I would appreciate, please, someone to make a biopic of of David Bowie. I feel it could go both ways. It could be a, a, a male or female gender kind of bender actor um, for sure for sure you know there was yeah. a documentary series called the history of rock and roll and they devoted an entire episode to david bowie and andy warhol like mm -hmm. that kind of mm -hmm. all of that yeah yeah i i can't name an actor off the top of my head that i would imagine to be david bowie but it is it would definitely be something that i would quickly pick up on my radar and watch just because i feel like i don't know enough um, about him or about his music. You know, it's, it's you know, I just know what everybody else knows or the popular hits and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. No, I get you. Well, his son is a director, so maybe he could direct the movie. That'd be cool. But, Sarah, tell me about your music. Tell me about Cats and tell me about how Cats and your music kind of merge into one entity that is your art. Sure. So I, I foster kittens. Uh, I've been fostering kittens with, with my husband, Michael, for a good 20 years or so at this point. So a fair amount of writing and, and musical uh, expression, you know, is surrounded by cats at all times, especially when we were living in New Jersey, which we haven't for a few years now, but a good portion of my, you know, artistic formation was spent in a very tiny apartment in Princeton, New Jersey with many cats. So you couldn't, you know, you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a cat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's just these little critters that are always, whether you like it or not, uh, around while you're creating your thing. And so inevitably they do work their way into your lyrics. My first record was Reluctant Cat Lady. Cause that's, that was just the beginning. And I was like, I'm not a cat lady. I'm just, I'm just cool or something. <laughs> and then there are these kittens that would uh, eat, that would 
I think they grabbed bagels or tortillas out of our garbage. We lived across the street from this amazing Mexican restaurant called Tortugas. And you would just, like, animals would, like, come across the street with burritos. You would see a squirrel, like, carrying an entire burrito wrap, just, like, flapping it <laughs> like, behind it. They're like, like chimichangas for later, yeah. you know? And <laughs> <laughs> Because we lived uh, adjacent to kind of a woodsy area um, where, you know, the squirrels and the, the cats and... They would go grab their tortugas like we would. Yeah. And they would, you know. Yeah, yeah. They would take their kills, their their chimichanga kills, go across <laughs> the street. They, but, but they would never leave it for you like as a gift. Oh, no. Like no. they do for like a dead animal. While we're talking with you, let's introduce your husband and your musical partner in your band, Kitten Slay Dragons, Michael McLean. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hello, Eric Ginsberg. I am fantastic. How are you doing? I'm all right. So why don't you guys tell me about Kitten Slay Dragons, your electronic, and I'll let you guys describe the rest of it from their band. Sure. It's a, it's electronic. It's a synth pop, sort of synth wavy project. I feel like we are using all like the same instruments as the synth wave movement, but we don't have kind of the retrospective aspect, like the nostalgia. So it's not quite synth wave. So it's definitely synth pop, though. It's lots of beeps and boops and, you know, we might be pop wave. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. We might just be our own genre. We are just paving the way. And Michael, you also own Abbey Cat Woodshop. What is Abbey Cat Woodshop? Oh, Abbey Cat Woodshop is basically my uh, Etsy store. Um, It's also my garage where I actually make the stuff. And I mostly make things for homebrewers, for uh, microbreweries, for bars. So I make tap handles. Back when they were bars. Back when they were bars. Pubs, (laughs) restaurants that you could go to. Yeah, so... Well, people can still make their own, you know, home batches, and they still need a paddle for that. Yeah, so actually now that... In case future generations are listening, we're in the middle of a global pandemic right now. In case there are future generations. (laughs) So earlier when I said I'm fantastic, that's probably not true. Um, But like... So, but I feel like when, when the pandemic hit and everyone has been locked down, like my business has shifted a lot from selling a whole bunch of tap handles to like the bar brewery that's opening up to home brewers are finally uh, starting to brew again. They're like, oh, I'm stuck at home. What am I going to do? I'm going to brew some beer. So I make mash paddles for them, which is a brewing tool. Um, I make tap handles for their kegerators, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you and I were talking before the show uh, and you have expressed to me such an affinity for the Fast and Furious franchise, (laughs) which is not what somebody would expect from otherwise knowing your music and your art. What is it about the Fast and Furious franchise that just draws you in and keeps you? Yeah, what well, is it, Michael? Please what is tell it us. about me that makes Is it you about think, family? Is it, it is about family. <laughs> what what is it about me that made you think I had taste? <laughs> Cuz, you know, I, oh, definitely about family. It's also about nostalgia. Like I remember going to see that first movie in theaters and being like, "What the crap was that? That was amazing." And they just keep releasing them. Yeah. So well, I, you know, that movie was actually supposed to be a straight-to-home video release, but it did so well in test audiences, they decided to put it straight to theaters. And then Vin Diesel turned down, I think it was something like $10 million to make the sequel, which they, of course, cast Tyrese in. Yeah, so, yeah, so Too Fast, Too Furious, which is not a good movie. Um, and I did not like it when I first saw it in theaters. Um, 
because I did, because I was a big fan of the first movie. I was like, wow, that's not a good movie. But now my love of the franchise has infected my brain so much that when I rewatch Too Fast, Too Furious, which I do, you know, whenever I rewatch the entire franchise, like I actually like it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but definitely Vin Diesel's not there. You're broken. You definitely. <laughs> but you're so excited in the third movie, Tokyo Drift, when like there's that little tiny bit at the end where Vin Diesel shows up, you know? Which I have read is supposed to take place sequentially in between numbers five and six or four and five, something like that. Well, the character of Han, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> dies in the third movie. Um, and then, uh, so the next, I think, three or four movies uh, happen before for that in the timeline. So Han is still alive. And so the whole thing is sort of the buildup to when Han dies. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the point of the movie, but that's how I watch it because <laughs> I'm a Han fan. Sure, sure. Different, different Han than the one who shot first, but a Han nonetheless. Exactly. Boom. I think either Han would shoot first, by the way. There we go. So, guys, we have invited you here today to play the movie game 5 to 9, where you'll have to connect two actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. Here's how we're going to play the game. Before our show, I asked you guys to write down the names of five actors. Now, I put those names in a hat, and I'm going to randomly draw them so that you're going to have to connect them. The first name I'm going to draw is going to be... Chris Hemsworth. He is a very handsome man. He is one of the many Chris's. He's also one of the many Hemsworths. He has two brothers, Liam and Luke. Do they also act? Oh, yeah. Are they all as beautiful yeah. as he is? Liam is very well known for a lot of films, but of course, The Hunger Games are the most popular movies he was in. He was also in a rom-com with Rebel Wilson called... Isn't it romantic? Luke Hemsworth is best known for his work in the HBO original series Westworld. But, fun fact, in the third Thor movie, Ragnarok, when there's the play Mm -hmm. where Loki is putting on a play about himself, not Uh, only does Matt Damon play Loki, Luke Hemsworth plays Thor. His brother Luke plays him. Because we, we saw that movie, and we were like, who are these actors who are playing? Because it's, no, it's a it brilliant scene. No, it was Sam Neill. Sam Neill was Odin, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt and Damon, who had played Loki in Dogma, was now playing Loki in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, shut Fun, up. fun connection. That's but, a connection. All right. So, way too much talking. I'm gonna I digress. Out, you're going to go from Chris Hemsworth to Colin Firth. Hmm. Who the crap is Colin Firth? Shut up. That's my choice. Colin Firth. We're also going to draw a third name as a wild card. If you can go through that wild card, you can earn three bonus points. Our wild card is Morgan Freeman. Hmm. Morgan Freeman, who eventually will have to narrate a movie about our current dystopia and or play the president. So... Finally, we're going to spin our house rule wheel. Each time you guys hit the house rule, you're going to get a bonus point. So I'm going to give that wheel a little spin. And let's see. Our house rule today is period piece. So any period piece. And oh, oh Oh, boy. So Colin Firth Firth, and Morgan Freeman have been in a number of period pieces. Any period piece is going to get you one bonus point. Point Now, Sarah, Michael, as you do every day in real life, you'll be playing together, and I'll be here on the sidelines to offer some help along the way, but not too much help. Are you guys ready to play the game? 
Oh, I was born ready. Jess? I don't know. I think you were born naked and screaming, but I wasn't there to say, so... I mean, that was... You know, who am I? Also me this morning, so whatever. Fair enough. (laughs) I apologize in advance to the actors who spent a career building a body of work whose faces we know, but whose names we may butcher, and to all the hardworking writers, directors, and producers who pick the perfect name for a film that we may likely fumble through. I swear... We really do love your work. So start talking it through. Of course, Kevin Bacon is always worth two bonus points. Any Saturday Night Live cast member is always worth one bonus point. Think about some Chris Hemsworth movies. See if you can get to Morgan Freeman and or Colin Firth. Go. Okay. So. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Yes. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Is in movies with uh, Chris Pine. Right? Just the one. Just the one. Just the one. Which He's, one was that? That was the uh, the Star Trek movie. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, right? They played oh. father and son. They shared no scenes. Okay. They yes. killed Chris Hemsworth right in the beginning. But sure, you could go with that. Sorry. Sure. Um, but also, Chris Pine is in, uh, what's that Sondheim musical? Oh, yeah. He's in Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Who else is in Into the Woods? Uh, so many people. Um, James, what's his face? It just uh, seems like Emily, a good connection what's her point, face? You know? Okay, so Meryl Streep is in Into the Woods. Mm, nice. Uh, Meryl Streep is in Into the Woods. Uh, in the bodice ripping scene Mer- with the two guys. Who's the other guy? It's Chris Pine and... Uh, I don't know. It's the... The bodice agony. ripping scene? Yeah, they're like in the river, like singing agony, and they're like tearing at their... They don't have... They're not tearing bodices. They're tearing their I, own clothes off. Right, but like I think that was the joke. It's like right. they're the two guys okay. pining after... Bodice ripping just sounds like rapey, so... I don't know. Oh, well, look. No, there was no bodice ripping, but uh, I bet you could... I bet... Okay, so Into the Woods to Morgan Freeman... Meryl's. Mm. You wouldn't know anything that Meryl Streep is in Meryl Streep. That's true. I would not. <sighs> she was Margaret Thatcher in that movie. She was in The Iron Lady. Yeah, she was in The Iron Lady. Uh, she's in so many movies. Yeah, I, know, I think she's... I most recently saw her in The Laundromat, which is a Steven Soderbergh film, yeah, which is I now available that. on Netflix. It was great. That's a weird movie. You don't expect what's coming at the end. I was like, oh. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the uh, young lady who played her daughter mm-hmm. in that film... Uh, who all of her scenes was just she and Meryl Streep acting together was the girl I used to carpool with to arts camp, Melissa Roush. That was so exciting for me to get to see her acting with Meryl Streep. I mean, granted, you know, she was on The Big Bang Theory for many, many years and, you know, the number one rated sitcom on TV, but acting with Meryl Streep, what a dream come true. Honestly. I have a question. Should we go with a different route? Like, we could go Chris Hemsworth to anyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sure could. Um, here's the problem. I still don't know who Colin Firth is. Okay. D- Mr. Darcy. So why don't we talk through that one? That way we know where we're going. Okay, so Mr. Darcy. Also, Bridget Jones' Diary, if you want to take that. Um, I've never seen any of those. Okay, The King's Speech. Nope. He was the king. Uh, so, period he's dramas. He's just delightful. Oh, Love Actually. <laughs> oh, I, I do like Love, Love actually. actually. Okay. That might actually be a guilty pleasure movie for me. Okay. Like, it's so bad, but I like it, it anyway. Is. It is. It's so awful. Okay. It is. Okay, so <laughs> so wait a minute. Who else is in Love Actually? Everybody. Uh, yeah. Hugh, Everybody with a British accent Hugh and Laura Linney. Uh, and Denise Richards and Emma Thompson. What about Emma Thompson? So that seems like a pretty Alan good Rickman. Mm-hmm. Uh... 
Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're trying to get. Can her. we get from any of them to Morgan Freeman? Ooh, ooh. Okay, you got it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm not there yet, like but I'm getting there. Here. Okay, talk so it out. So Colin Firth was in Love Actually. Sure right. was. With Alan Rickman. Right. Who was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Morgan Freeman. Oh, mm, nice. There you go. There yes, you go. So thank you, thank points. you. Um, Working it backwards. I like it. Uh, that, that's, a, that's as far as And I my favorite part of that movie is when he says he's going to carve his heart out with a spoon because it's dull and it'll hurt more. Yes. Because it'll hurt more. Well, at least I didn't use a spoon. Boom. Um, okay, so we got to Morgan Freeman. Got so it. Kevin Costner? So no, that's not going to connect to Chris Evans. Well, you've already used Morgan Freeman from Robin Hood, so you can't do anybody else in Robin Hood. You've used two of those great stars, and so now we're going to go from Morgan right. Freeman to get to Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Morgan Freeman to Chris Hemsworth. What else is Morgan Freeman in? Okay. Uh, ooh. Shawshank Redemption. Never saw that. Um... You never saw the he number one rated movie of all time by users on the Internet Movie Database? Never? Not once? So so what about me made you think that I had this? <laughs> it was the unicorn shirt, really. Oh, okay, yeah. For those of um, you listening to the audio version and the video version, you can see a unicorn that says, I will cut you on his T-shirt. And it has a little knife, like, taped to its horn. Um, all right, so Tom, uh, Tim, Tim. Tim, what's his face? Okay, was also, okay. Was, we already went Alan Rickman to Morgan Freeman, and now we need uh-huh. to go. I'm trying to go Shawshank. I, it's, I don't know. That's just the one that. Well, what other movies is Morgan Freeman in? So many movies. He's yeah. So many movies. I mean, he was a president in some movie. He's probably a president in like 20 movies. Maybe. Um, what was the movie that he was president in? He, he was, was like, president in one. He was vice president and then later president in a different series. A classic trilogy that is, I'm using that word very ironically. Classic trilogy. Um, it's not Olympus Has Fallen. It's something yep, that'll else. be the third one in the trilogy. That's oh, cool. no. That's okay. the one. That's the, oh, okay. that's the first one. First right. one in the trilogy. Yeah, Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen. London Has Fallen. Was, oh, I oh Angel Has Fallen, one. which is Angel not. Okay, that's fallen. a guilty Thank pleasure yeah, movie yeah. for me, too. We watch those, for sure. I should have known that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but who else oh, is in okay. that that could connect it for us? Um, so he oh, was no, also the main dude in 300 and what's his name? Oh, he was, was he? yeah, he was the, he's the, the hero in Olympus Has Fallen. Also, who's Phantom of the Opera and it was terrible. Um, uh, you're not helpful. I told ah, you I wouldn't be. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about movies. Um, okay. Oh, Gerard. Gerard, uh, Gerard. The name of an occupation. Gerard, Gerard Way. Butler. No, Butler. Gerard Butler. Okay, there I feel like maybe Gerard Butler. <laughs> occupation. Are people still butlers? <laughs> Who's um, Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler is, <laughs> he's the guy. Is, is he the guy from uh, Olympus Has Fallen? Yes. Okay, so where are you going to go from that to get to Chris Hemsworth? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm shooting the breeze here. Okay. I don't know what else. Well, you said, Eric knows. I'm sure he knows. You, you yes, said he's I, in I do uh, know who Gerard Butler is, yes. <laughs> uh, and you said he's in 300. I don't know any other actors. He's in, in 300. I can't think of anything on the top of my head. Uh, and you don't have to go with him, and you don't have to go with the Olympus Has Fallen trilogy for Morgan Freeman. He has yeah. far more Yeah, I feel like there work. must be a better... Yeah, I feel like we need to go with something else that. for Morgan Freeman to get back to Chris. I mean, you can go back to the film that made him a massive star in the 80s. You can go back to... 
any one of the gajillion movies he's been in since then. He's played detectives. He's played God. And he's played everything in between. True. Well, now, you don't want to get to Chris Hemsworth too fast, because if you get to him right from Morgan Freeman, that's going to be fewer than five movies. Okay, so Morgan Freeman. What else is he in? <laughs> uh, like, I'm thinking, maybe like, we could go backwards. Deep Impact or like... He was president in that, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Who else is Impact. in that? Anybody useful? I can't think of it. I, see, if you said Independence Day. See, Independence Day and Deep Impact are the same movie in my head, but I don't know. Right. Was it, but it wasn't Aliens and Deep Impact. I think it's a comet. It was yeah. just like yeah, no, it's but... Eli- Elijah Wood was in Deep Impact mm-hmm. actually. Elijah Wood, whose first acting role was the kid playing the arcade game in Back to the Future Two. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. Yeah. So we go Morgan Freeman to Elijah Wood. Okay, Morgan Freeman to Elijah Wood. Anybody in Lord of the Rings that was with Chris Helmsworth? Hmm. There must well, be. Who's, uh, oh Luke my Tyler God! Is there... in Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, Sean Astin, Vigo, what's his face? Morton's Ian in, yeah. McKellen. Mm-hmm. Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah. Sir, yeah. sorry, Sir Ian McKellen. You have to apologize to me. You have to apologize to Sir Ian McKellen. Sorry. You didn't Sir wrong Ian. me. McClellan, um, who was also in Cats. Mm, one of your guilty pleasures. Which is one of my guilty oh, pleasures. Oh, and that's the connection right there. Because if he's in Cats, who else is in Cats? It's, uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, no. Uh, he's Judy also, Dench. He's the gatekeeper guy in the Thor movies. Uh, oh! Mm-hmm. Oh! Got this. Idris Elba. There Idris we Elba. go. Idris Elba. You have done it. You have won the game. Congratulations. Let's jot it down. Let's spell it out. Let's see how you did it. So Chris Hemsworth is in Pick Your Favorite Thor movie or or Avengers Infinity War with Idris Elba, mm-hmm. who, of course, was in the most recent spinoff of Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. How'd you like yeah. that movie as an, uh, as, as an aficionado? I'd give it a eh. <laughs> and it, of course, it was like a whole it, different thing. And of course, Idris Elba was in the most recent Star Trek movie as well. While we're mm-hmm. talking about Chris Hemsworth connections, we could have gone from there. But you're right. Oh. So Chris Hemsworth was in a Thor movie. Pick him, anyone, don't care, with Idris Elba, who was in Cats. May we never get the butthole cut. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew Cats would make it in? Which starred Sir Ian McKellen. Who is with Elijah Wood in Lord of the Rings. The whole trilogy, but we can just go with, give me one of them. Uh, the one with the hobbits. They're all the ones with the hobbits. Elijah Wood. Yes, but pick a Lord of the Rings movie. There's three of them. Oh, uh, the first Fellowship. one. Fellowship of the Rings. Fellowship I'll give it Ring. to you. With Elijah Wood, who was, yes, in Deep Impact with Morgan Freeman, who was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with Alan Rickman, who was in Love Actually, with Colin Firth. That is a win. We're going to tally up the points. We're going to take 10 minus the number of movies. We had six movies. That gets you four points. Did you go through your wild card of Morgan Freeman for three points? You sure did. Did you get to the house rule of period pieces? Yes. Although Thor takes Uh... place in contemporary times, Cats 
is a period about, piece set in maybe the 50s Lord or 60s. What about Lord of the Rings? I'm getting it. Well, that's I, oh. is that a period? I just assume that's what the Middle Earth is like. I don't know. It didn't say. <laughs> I mean, I, I would count Star Wars as a period piece because it takes place a long time ago. Far, in a far galaxy away, far, right? far away. That's right. But also Robin Hood is a period piece. Love actually takes place yes. in, I assume, a London dystopia, but we're going to not go <laughs> with the past. But you do get two bonus points for the house rule for both Cats and Robin Hood. Did we use Kevin Bacon? We did not use him this time. Did we use any SNL cast members? No, but you are walking away with four, seven, nine points and a win today on the show. Congratulations, Sarah, Michael. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on 5 to 9 today just for being on the show, but of course for winning. You've each won the official 5 to 9 gamepad, which comes with 50 game cards and is also available now at 5 to 9 game.com. Listeners, make sure to check out Sarah Donner's music wherever music exists. Make sure to check out Kitten Slay Dragon, Sarah and Michael's synth pop band. If you're home brewing, Abby Cat is selling you guys wonderful wooden mashers, mallets. What's it called? Tell me again. Mash pedals. Mash pedals. Just go on Etsy, look up Abby Cat Brewing. If you five to niners listening out there in the podcast ether, we're chomping at the bit, yelling out a better solution to today's challenge as we play through it. You can enter for a chance to come on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download or purchase official five to nine game cards at five to nine game.com. Play today's challenge, post your game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at five to nine game in your post. High scores as well as creativity and entertainment value will all be considered. This has been 5 to 9. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg. Our show is recorded in my apartment in Asbury Park during quarantine, as well as Cassidy, Donner, and McLean in Massachusetts. Our theme music is today by me. Subscribe to the 5 to 9 podcast through Apple Podcasts app, Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube if you guys want to look at us too, or literally everywhere else you get your podcast. Please play with us online through social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can play today's challenge or make up your own and play with or against the global 5 to 9 community. Just don't forget to tag at 5 to 9 game in your post when you do. Thanks for listening and let's play together again soon. Um, can I uh, argue for a moment, Eric Ginsberg, that um, we should get an extra point for the game? Because in order to maintain audio, we just watched one of our foster kittens poop in a corner. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go clean up that poop. <laughs> There's a big pile of poop under the desk.